Hi, welcome back to another episode of Tina's Arena. It's the holiday edition, and instead of uploading this episode on Tuesday, which is the day that I normally upload, I'm going to upload it a little bit early. So I'm coming into your ears today. Today's Sunday, December 24th, 2023, and I wanted to talk to you guys about how I approach the holidays now as a person that struggled with an eating disorder, struggled with bulimia, binge eating disorder, um, orthorexia, um, also over-exercising. Um, yeah, let's talk about the holidays and how I'm handling the holidays now. I am, first and foremost, still exercising. I can't see that being a thing that I'm giving up too soon. Um, I woke up this morning uh, naturally at about 8 a.m. and I had a hot yoga appointment booked at 10.30 so that gave me lots of time to hit the gym before hot yoga so that's exactly what I did. I didn't set an alarm. I didn't plan to go to the gym in the morning but I had time so we did it. I went to the gym and I did forward slide and backward slide which is really good for the knees. It's like that you know in the turf area of the gym there's a sled forward sled is when you push it going forward obviously um and then backward sled is like you're dragging the sled and I'm moving backwards um so did a heavy weight in both of those and got a really good workout in and then I did some b stance deadlifts where your feet are staggered so that I'm working on one foot at a time and that was basically my workout. That was all that I had time for because I spent a lot of time doing the slides, but I'm okay with that because I did it really heavy. I put 135 pounds on the sled. So um, not only was I strengthening my legs, but I was also challenging my heart and doing a good cardio exercise workout. And yeah, so that was all that I had time for at the gym in the morning. And then I went to hot yoga um, and it was a very difficult class. I, at the end of the class, I remember feeling like I wanted to break down and cry <laughs> in Shavasana. And um, had there been maybe one more pose, I would have sat out and I would have been in child pose the whole time, potentially crying my eyes out because I was done. I was done so. Um, and then I came home and I had lunch. And um, Usually, not usually, but in the past when I would, when there were big celebratory meals like this, like big family gatherings, my family um, were eaters and my mom is the ultimate food pusher. I've had to, um, you know, enforce a lot of boundaries lately and she's not so bad anymore, but my mom was the ultimate food pusher and me being her daughter um obviously that resulted in <laughs> lots of food trauma for me so in the past as a person who struggled with food and overeating what I would do is I would try to starve myself the entire day and then go to dinner starving so that I could eat a big meal at dinner and not feel like I was overeating the whole day and not feeling like um I was eating too many calories. So yeah, surprise, surprise, that backfired for me. Um, I always felt like I was so starved that when I ate, it never really felt like I could get full. So I would continue to eat. And honestly, I think because I was starved, my brain would just be fixated on food more. 
um, you know, probably in conjunction with the eating disorder that I had, but um, I was just fixated on food the entire time, the entire party, the entire night, the entire day. And I could not stop eating once I started eating. And then um, as a disordered eater, as soon as I felt too full, it would trigger lots of shame in me, lots of guilt. Like, I am a terrible person. How could I overeat? I um, am a bad person. I ate too much. Oh, I did it again. I ruined my diet. I ruined my, myself. Um, and that was like the kind of cycle that I had when I was in that time frame. Um, and, you know, it works for some people to not eat the entire day and then have a big meal at dinner. It does work for a lot of people. And I believe that those people have a healthy relationship with food. They don't struggle with the shame feelings. They don't struggle with the guilt and the toxic thoughts. Um, so if that works for you, then like, absolutely, that's amazing. Um, I don't have anything against that. If that works for you, then like, cool, keep doing it. Like, you know what's best for you. It's all good. But for me and anyone like me, it was really, really, really bad, actually. Um, and so I've had to just learn to do the opposite. I don't starve myself. I had a protein shake before I went to the gym, and then I had a protein shake when I came back. And then I had lunch, and now it's almost time for dinner. Um, and I am not starving. I'm not hungry. Well, actually, I'm a little bit hungry. I could eat now. But... Um, the whole point is that I'm not starving and I did not starve myself the entire day. I had a really high protein intake today and that is setting myself up for success later because for me, when I am starving, I make poor food choices because I just like, I want to eat the first thing that's available. And usually it also means that I continue eating even after I'm full, just because I have been in such a restrictive mindset all day that when I do start eating, I'm just letting it all go, right? So that kind of mindset is like all or nothing extremes, which again, works for some people, but it didn't work for me. And I just want to explain what happened. So like starving all day, you go from zero and then eating, you go from hundred. And the next day it's another family gathering. I'm starving all day. I'm going to zero and then another dinner and then I'm going to hundred and I'm just going back and forth and back and forth, never finding a happy medium. I'm always starving and hating my life because I'm starving or then I'm too full and I'm hating my life and not enjoying the presence of my family and friends because I'm too full and now I can only think about how full I am. So that was what didn't work for me. And now that I just eat regularly throughout the day, I maintain an even keel um, of hunger and it just feels better. It's um, so much more manageable. I always feel like I'm in control of my hunger. I, I can eat smaller meals because I don't feel like I'm starving. So um, that's just what has worked for me. Like when you come from a binge eating past, um, it feels really uncomfortable to have a large meal, a, a meal that is too large. Um, 
because it triggers those feelings of binge eating because like that's how it feels. Um, so I have to mitigate that now and I have to know that I don't want to feel super full anymore. I'm not going to eat until my stomach is so extended that I can't sit up straight or stand straight. Um, that's not beneficial for me, my body, my mindset, my emotional state. It's not working for me at all anymore. And I know this and I've done it so many times that I've kind of reinforced the idea in my head that this is not good and I don't want to feel that way. And the um, association of pain that I have made in my head with feeling overextended is so bad that I just don't want to go there anymore. So now I'm able to stop before I get to the overextended and in pain part most of the time, most of the time. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's how I'm approaching the holidays. Um, because like I said, my family, we love to eat. We bond around the dinner table. That's all that we do. And um, I used to struggle with eating so much that like I would dread family parties. And my family is so big that we would have birthday parties every single month. Um, and it was just a constant battle between me and my brain and the food that was in front of me. And that just doesn't feel good. And I just don't want to be in that mind state anymore. So I, I really feel that, you know, you kind of have to get sick of how you are. You have to get so fed up with yourself that you're willing to do something different. I was so fed up with being miserable. I was so fed up with like doing this to myself because I knew that this was something that I was doing to myself. Nobody made me eat. I mean, my mom definitely encouraged me to eat, but nobody was stuffing food into my face except for me. So that is 100% controllable behavior. I can 100% control myself putting food in my face. So it was entirely up to me to change my habits. And at the end of the day, that's what it came down to. Emotional eating and binge eating became a habit. And it started to become a habit in my mind because I would feel uncomfortable. Um, maybe situationally, maybe something was happening that I was uncomfortable with and I would turn to food to make myself feel better and it would work initially it's like initially the food would cure the pain although temporarily um and so I would keep eating and that's how the binge eating kind of began because I was medicating myself with food and then eventually like um and then eventually it just doesn't work anymore because one, the food gets boring. And number two, I'm gaining too much weight and I'm unhappy with the way that I look and the way that I feel. And I'm also I like I know that, you know, binge eating and emotional eating is not going to be good for me long term. So it's also a strain on me because mentally, because I know like this isn't behavior that I can sustain long term because I knew that I was literally killing myself with the behavior that I was doing, bulimia. Um, and I knew that it just kind of clicked in my head one day. And I kind of knew that if I continued down this road, that I would most certainly be dying way sooner than I should be. And I just kind of realized that, you know what, I'm not, I'm not ready to go down that path. I don't want to die. And 
that was kind of the instant that changed it all for me. And I started to heal. And of course, it wasn't a linear journey, but I had I just had to realize that like, I was so fed up with my own bullshit that I could not allow myself to continue doing this. Um, I needed to figure something else out. And so I started reading a whole bunch of books, started educating myself, started taking a whole bunch of courses, tried to do therapy, although therapy, I never really found a therapist that stuck with me back then or that like I had rapport with. Um, but that became my healing journey. Um, I don't know if I meant to go into all of that right now, but that is basically my story about emotional eating and binge eating and bulimia and like all of that stuff. Um, but I am coming to you from the other side. And I hope that, you know, these quick little conversations give you a lot of feedback, um, give you some ideas about ways that you can use this information for yourself. If that's something that you struggle with. And of course, I'm here for your support as well. I have lived through this for so long. And, you know, I, I still have days where I emotionally eat. Um, but I'm just much more in control of myself at all times. Um, I don't want anyone to feel like, you know, I am perfect in any way because I do not believe that I am at all. Um, so like this is lived experience and I think that's what makes it so powerful for me that I keep talking about it because I really, really, really would love to help people on their journey or even prevent people from going down the same path that I did. So that's, that's why I talk about this. Um, yeah. So that's how I handle the holidays is I don't let myself starve. I don't let myself get to any extremes. I listen to my body. Um, I actually, it's a, it's Sunday, the 24th today. My family is coming over for actually some of my family is already over for our potluck. And I took a nap because I just needed some extra energy. So yeah, listen to yourself, respect your boundaries. You know, what's best for you. Um, and if you need to take some time away, take some time away, but it's, it's all good. It's all good. Um, so yes, it's Christmas Eve. Um, if you celebrate Christmas, happy holidays. I mean, Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everyone else that doesn't celebrate Christmas. I think that's all that I really wanted to say today. I just wish you the best. We'll see you next week. Bye.